Have you been struggling with your wardrobe lately? During the pandemic, many of us reverted to a uniform of professional top matched with yoga pants or sweatpants. We were video conference ready, and that was fine when we were working from home with cameras on. Now that return to office, hybrid work, in-person conferences and networking events are full steam ahead, you might be feeling less than excited about the options in your closet. Our clothes can help bolster our confidence or make us feel blah. And for many of us, our bodies changed, if ever so slightly, over the last three years. For the past six months or so, I've been looking at a closet full of clothes, convinced I had nothing to wear. Then I met Jenny Eversole, the founder of StyleSpace. StyleSpace.com is a virtual styling platform to elevate your style with expert stylists. And after nearly a decade running her own fashion label, Jenny learned how personal style can make a big difference in one's confidence, happiness, and overall success. Jenny founded StyleSpace for people to discover their best style and to look, feel, and be their best. And this is what Jenny shared with me. Throughout the years, our lives change. And as we age, our bodies are meant to change too. With each new season of life, we have the opportunity to express this new chapter with our personal style. It takes time and learning to know what works best for us in this new stage of life. An expert stylist can be very instrumental in helping us define our style in whatever stage of life we are in. I took Jenny up on her offer and did a session with a member of her team. I was so thrilled with the results. I asked Jenny to come on the Women Taking the Lead podcast to talk about the struggle many of us are having with our closets. In this episode, Jenny and I chatted about what changed during the pandemic, styling for the office versus Zoom, what she calls hybrid dressing, styling like an executive with approachability, my experience working with a stylist, and lastly, she shared five takeaway tips that you can apply right away. So let's dive in to my conversation with Jenny. If you are new to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, hello and welcome. I am Jody Flynn. I'm the CEO and founder of Women Taking the Lead, a leadership development company that works with organizations and boards to close the performance gap by attracting, developing, and successfully promoting more women into senior levels of leadership. I help organizations realize these benefits through coaching, consulting, leadership development programs, and keynotes. I am now the past president of the board for the Maine Women's Conference, and I have the privilege and joy to work with women leaders to hone the skills and the mindset that allow them to grow into and then thrive in senior leadership. My specialization is working with women who are still stabilizing after their last promotion and those who want to be ready for the next one. If we are not already connected on LinkedIn, please send me an invitation to connect. You can find me directly at linkedin.com forward slash IN forward slash Jody Flynn, or you can search on the platform for Jody Flynn. I'm 
very active on LinkedIn, so I should be at or near the top of the search results. Be sure to add a note to the invitation, letting me know you're a listener of the podcast. I would love to connect with you and get to know you better. Welcome to the Women Taking the Lead podcast, Jenny. Thanks, Jody. It's an honor to be here. And I just love the work that you're doing on your podcast and all the people that you're impacting. So thank you so much. It's an honor to be here. Well, likewise, Jenny. And that is the reason why I wanted to have a chat with you on the Women Taking the Lead podcast because of the work that you're doing in the world. So everyone's heard a little bit about you. So I, you know, I, I want to dive right in because, you know, as we were chatting before we hit record, like, we could talk about this like for quite a long time. Like we have a lot to talk about. So one of the first things I want to ask you, because, you know, you, you are in the homes, you know, through zoom and probably physically as well of women, you know, like, just like us who have gone through the pandemic, what have you noticed has changed first, you know, about fashion in general, and then also what has changed in the uh, clients that you are working with? Yeah, so with the pandemic came a lot of things and including like a bit of a casual approach to our fashion and our style. A lot of people have said that I've taken, my style has taken the back seat and it's had kind of a stressful impact on women, especially because you know, we feel a little bit more anxious or insecure to go and put ourselves in the positions that we used to be in, like whether it was a friend outing or like a board presentation. And I feel like giving yourself like a little bit of uplift with an expert stylist has made a really tremendous impact in people's lives, specifically people who go on Zoom calls. So for example, one of our clients, she was saying, you know, I've really had a hard time the last two years. I've been in sweatpants, spandex for the last two years. And, you know, I've just had so many things to deal with. Like I am an executive in my company and I also take care of children and starting to take care of like elderly parents and also work on top of that. And I've had to manage all of that, like with limited options for my parents, for my children and, my style has been like put to the lowest rung. However, like after she took a styling session, she's like, okay, wow, I can actually do my makeup now in five minutes. We <laughs> offer makeup styling sessions as well, um, as well as clothing styling and hair. And so she took one and she now can do her makeup in five minutes. And she said before she never turned her Zoom call on and oh, wow. she never turned her Zoom video on. And so right. she, I know, and like that, she said was really beneficial because she has to show up for her clients and for her team as a leader. So it seems so like insignificant, like when it seems like the first thing that we throw to the side, like and put on the back burner, but it actually could be that difference between whether you show up confidently or not. And knowing that you can actually build a routine with just a little bit, of, like a little tweak, a little help from an expert. And it can actually change like how you show up and how you relate as a leader. Oh my goodness, Jenny, I have like a bunch of things I want to say in response to that. Cause that was like, 
really, really impactful. And I want to, you know, I want to unpack some of the things you said. So one, um, I want to share like, yes, yes, yes. I've been hearing a lot of that as well and have had some of those experiences myself. I had a colleague who has been sharing how the first networking, in-person networking event she went to, um, which was probably over the summer, you know, so it was the first like big, you know, happy hour type of event. She was excited to go when she registered. And when the day of the event came, she started feeling a little bit of anxiety. She went to the event and five minutes after she arrived, she left because she was like, this is too much. I can't, I, you know, I can't do this. And, and I myself also had the uniform of yoga pants with, (laughs) with a, you know, office appropriate top. So I was dressed for the office from the waist up, but I wore yoga pants like all day, sweatpants or (laughs) yoga pants. Like I can't even tell you. And, you know, to, to share with, with everyone, I actually have done a styling session through Jenny's company. I worked with a wonderful stylist who knew exactly what I was talking about when I said, I don't have a problem buying shirts, but I have issues buying pants now. Like I don't have like updated pants in my wardrobe that I can wear to a networking event or a speaking engagement because I'm out of the practice of buying pants for myself. And I was feeling very anxious about speaking because the thought of like, what am I going to wear? And after chatting with her and getting some ideas of clothing that would look good and feel good on my body, I had a cu- like a couple of outfits picked out for back-to-back speaking engagements. And as soon as I had that done, right, and I knew what I was going to wear and I felt good about the clothing that I was going to be wearing, a, a whole bunch of stress around those events went away. Like that's the difference that clothing can make or the difference it can make between clothing you feel good in and you're proud of and clothing that you're like, I, I don't know. I don't know if this is even in fashion anymore. I don't know <laughs> if this looks good on my body. So I, I love that, um, that, that you, you're sharing this with everybody because these, these are experiences we've all had over the past two and a half years. And, you know, reentry is going to take something for some of us, you know, to really think about that aspect of our life. Yeah. Well, and like, as we re-enter, we're not going back to what we had before. Like it really has evolved and changed. Like style is basically just a reflection of the times that we are living, no matter what time we have lived in, like whether it was hundreds of years ago or now, like it basically fashion and style reflects the times that we live in. And so as we have changed our working environments, our working style, like we are now working part of the time in the office, part of the time at home, like hybrid working schedules. Our style goes with those hybrid working environments. I call it hybrid dressing. So before it was a very suitable thing to wear like a really fancy suit to some organizations and like it was expected, but now that is no longer expected. That is no longer even appreciated in some places because it's not really approachable. So now like taking what we had before and taking what we have now and like combining 
all of those styles together is really what we come out with. So for example, you can take that blazer that goes along with that suit. You can wear a basic tee under it and some jeans and some sneakers and accessorize it really beautifully. And you look like that respectable leader that is approachable, trustworthy, but you're not trying too hard. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I would say, you know, different industries have different dress codes as well. You know, there's, there have always been some industries like tech startups that have been really casual versus say the banking industry, which is always been more formal. You think of like those three piece suits back in the day, you know, for men and for women showing up at work to the tees. But I have noticed that even in industries that used to be like very formally buttoned up, they have also become more approachable, a little more relaxed, not less professional, just a little more relaxed, you know, and they do, it is important for leaders to exude an aura of being approachable and down to earth. And so I loved how you said that. So you don't look like you're trying too hard. Yeah. (laughs) But, But also that you are showing up as you. And like, you're relaxed and comfortable too, you know, where you're going from like a kid drop off at school to the office and then later to a dinner with your friends. Like there's a lot of different styles that are involved in all three of those and some are more practical than others. So I think it's amazing. Like the new style that we have, there's so much more possibility and options. Like, I love that you can like play with it. You can make something casual and formal go together when, you know, three years ago, I just don't think I would have seen something like this. So a lot of opportunity has come from, you know, this time. Yes. And what I love about you and your team is you have that expertise to answer that question of, you know, how can I wear something that is comfortable and professional and me all at the same time, right? Because I think sometimes when we do have a very busy and active lifestyle, the, the tendency can be to just default into I'm going to wear whatever I'm going to I'm going to wear something that's comfortable. But I can't tell you how many you know friends or colleagues I've had who've also shared that like I don't feel awesome in my clothes. I'm comfortable. They're functional, but I feel frumpy or I don't feel dressed, dressed up enough. I don't feel like I'm dressing to impress anybody, which is fine if you don't want to, but this is more for the women who, you know, like are doing the drop-offs are taking care of a parent and have to go into the office, you know, and maybe do a presentation before they go back to pick their kids up from school or go to a game. And so they're trying to dress for all things and not feeling like they're quite dressed for any of those things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I think that's where an expert stylist can really come into play where, you know, we, we have these things that are stressful to us that bring us anxiety, you know, and actually make the difference on whether we will book that speaking engagement or not, whether we will say yes or no to the opportunity. If it was simply just the difference between whether you book a session and they go through that 
like step-by-step approach to help you solve that issue in just 60 minutes of time. And if that could bring all those possibilities, just because you no longer feel that stress and anxiety, I think that's pretty empowering. And it's so, oh, sorry, yeah. Jenny. I'm gonna like concur. It's it is super empowering, and and Tammy did that for me as well. Where like we can all look at a magazine, and a magazine will say, "Hey, if you had this outfit and you wanted to dress it up, do this, and if you wanted to dress it down, do that." But what that entails is you have to buy a whole bunch of things. Mm-hmm. that you might not have in your closet or your dresser or on top of your dresser. And what Tammy did for me is like, she talked about dressing up and dressing down outfits with items I already had and mm-hmm. made some recommendations. If you wanted to own like a piece like this, you could buy a piece like this, but with what you have, this is what you can do. And that was incredible. I'm so glad that you had that experience. That's awesome. Yeah, it was amazing. And I'm sorry to cut you off. I won't do that again. So. Oh, no, stop. Good. This is an exciting topic. So another thing, um, Jenny, I'm, I definitely wanted to get um, your insight on um, because the women in this community, you know, women who are listening to women taking the lead, they are leaders, but they're also aspiring to take on, you know, bigger roles or take on a promotion or, you know, advance in some way. It might be joining a board or some, some sort of engagement that rounds out their career. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about executive dress because there are also women listening to this podcast who are executives or they're professionals who are constantly presenting at board meetings. I'm thinking of like the lawyer or the financial planner, you know, not just Mm -hmm. the like vice president or C-suite woman, but they, they all um, in some regard are in that executive position. How can we dress in that role, but also be approachable at the same time? Yeah. So I think it's really important to first identify like with anybody's personal style, like what are the three things that you want people to think about you when you are presenting? Like, are you wanting to have people think about trustworthiness or ambition or boldness, confidence, whatever those three things are, like identify those three things and create Pinterest boards, for example, around those three adjectives that describe who you are. So that's one of the ways that you can begin and start to just think what things are going to look best on me, like from that perspective of like what is going to convey that message. And I also think having a person that can give you an objective opinion, like, hey, you may think this is approachable. However, if you are dressing in all black and there's no pop of color, for example, nothing against all black, but if it may not be as approachable as in like, Hey, your skin tone would do really well with this palette, this color palette, mm-hmm. for example, and just like a little pop of color, just a little bit of accessorizing here and there, it could actually make a huge impact. So I would say, think about who you are, what you want to represent and how you want people to convey your message through not only what you're saying, but what you are showing them through your appearance. Because I mean, anytime you meet someone for the first time, for example, or you meet up with someone within seven seconds, they decide whether they like you, whether they want to do business with you, 
whether they want to have a relationship with you. And it's kind of daunting, this concept that like image matters so much. But the empowering thing is that we have complete control over how we project that image to other people and what we want communicated about ourselves. I don't know about you, but I have discovered amazing music, books, TV shows, movies, restaurants, and podcasts for sure because a friend or colleague told me about it. Our network, made up of friends, family, colleagues, and acquaintances, are a vital source of information and access to resources for us. If you find the content and suggestions from this podcast valuable, could you do me a huge favor? Could you share it with a friend or colleague? Typically, the best way to share a podcast is to share a specific episode that made you think of the other person. You can share an episode right from your podcast app, or you can send the link to the webpage found in the episode description. My goal is to help millions of women to grow and feel calm and confident in their leadership. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for helping me to do this. And I thank you for helping the woman in your life be the confident leader she is meant to be by introducing her to this podcast. So thank you. I was just listening to um, a webinar recently where, yes, first and foremost, you want to be yourself because you're not approachable if you, you know, or you, you give off weird vibes if you're trying to be someone you're not or something you're not. So it's always important first and foremost to, to be yourself and to dress in, in alignment with who you are and what you want, you know, how you want to be in the world. But something that really really stuck out for me listening to this webinar. Um, the speaker was saying people are attracted to success, right? So if you, whatever that looks like, you know, if, but giving off an aura of success attracts people and also conveys trust because then Mm -hmm. people look at you like, this is somebody who has already achieved some success. I want to be around that. Successful people want to do business with successful people. And if your image is projecting that, great. That's the kinds of people and opportunities you are going to attract. And not only are you going to attract it from your dress, you are actually going to feel more successful because of the time and the effort and the intention that you put into you and your image. Yeah. Yeah. You just feel good. You know, when you're just, it's, it's taking care of yourself, you know, and that feels good when you give yourself time and attention. So, okay. So with executive dress, there can be a range is what I'm, what I'm hearing is there can be a range, but you want to think about those three words that you want to exude while you're dressed that way. And also dress in you thinking about how do I want to be perceived Mm-hmm. by the, by the people who are going to be interacting with me. Yeah. I would also say Jody, the context always matters. I mean, this is a no-brainer for everyone listening to this, but the way that you're dressing for a board meeting or the way that you're dressing for a Zoom meeting, they are very different things or a networking event. Some networking events as you mentioned are casual and they're more friendly. We want 
that feeling of like we're besties or something, but there's other networking events where it's like, no, I want, I want to know you're successful. Like you better dress the part. So just think of the context and look at some past photos of that networking event. For example, Mm. I mean, we don't have as many relevant past photos because last year we just started getting back into networking um, some even later. So, but yeah, dressing the part for the event and the context is incredibly important. I definitely do that before I go to a new conference that I've never been to before. I look at the website to see how do people, how do people show up? How do, how are, how are people like, is it like on the more business formal side? And by formal, I mean like, are people dressing to a T? Like, are they dressing their best, you know, or is this more of a business casual or come as you are? There are come as you are conferences out there and you want to make sure that you're not overdressing versus underdressed. I'm the type of person where like, I like to be within a range. I don't like to be way overdressed or way underdressed because then I just feel a little like out of place. And that's not the kind of attention I want to draw to myself. Yeah. Well, back to what we were talking about before, you know, before when formal dressing was a little bit more in vogue, um, you can still look so approachable and casual, but just so much more chic than, you know, a simple t-shirt and jeans. You could take a t-shirt and jeans. You could add the right accessories, the right hair, the right makeup, the right shoes, and it could look elevated and polished. Oh, and don't forget the belt, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Just like simple... tips and tricks and like knowing what colors look really great on you, textures in your clothing and like the fabric, the material, the quality of the materials makes a huge impact. And it really simple details can make or break your outfit, whether it is as casual as a barbecue or as refined as a presentation. You know, I really want to speak to the details and I'm going to go back to the session I had with your team um, member because it was truly a powerful experience for me. I like went to my boyfriend a couple days after and I told him, I was like, I feel like I know how to dress for the first (laughs) time in my life. Like I've always dressed myself, but now I just feel like I have so much more information around what works for me. And what really helped that whole experience was, you know, when somebody works with you, they fill out a form, you know, that has like height, weight, you know, skin tone confidentially, like this isn't going to anyone, but like yourself and your stylist, but you fill out that information so you're in, you can upload pictures. So your stylist has a sense of, you know, what are you working with in terms of height, weight, body type, skin tone, hair, eye color, all of that stuff so that they can, you can really make the most of this session. And the tips I got from Tammy, like just around my body type and what works for my height and body type shockingly changed, completely changed my look to where I looked like I had lost weight because I was wearing clothing and wearing them in a way that was more appropriate for my body type. Because I carry a little bit of weight around my belly, I have never, never tucked in a shirt 
except for in high school when you had to as a part of the dress code. And I hated it. (laughs) I hated it. And, you know, but it was because I wasn't wearing clothing that was appropriate for my body type and tucking in. But, you know, when Tammy pointed out for me and my body type wearing high-waisted straight-legged pants, you know, that have like a thicker belt, you know, area with the belt, I could tuck in a shirt and I felt great and I was shocked by it. And also because I also, you know, have a larger bust line, crew necks don't work for me, but I have crew neck shirts in my, in my closet. And I also wore a dress to an event in October that I loved the pattern I loved the color. I loved the sleeves. I loved the length of the dress, but it was a crew neck dress. And when I saw myself in a picture in the dress, I went, holy moly. And when Tam pointed out to me what crew necks do to, you know, my chest area, I was like, yes, I saw that in a picture. It didn't look good, you know, but what I also really loved about this experience, because like I I said, I have crew necks in my wardrobe. So now I'm sitting here going, oh my God, I need a whole new wardrobe. And Tammy was like, no, you don't. Here's what you do with those shirts. And and I'm doing it today. Like we're, we're recording and I am wearing a crew neck sweater, but I have a scarf around it. So, because when I wear crew necks, my eye is, you know, the the eye of the people who are seeing me is drawn to an oversized chest, but with the scarf, the eye is drawn to the scarf instead of like, you know, and so I just look better. I look slimmer, you know, and, and like, I will say that was one of like 20 recommendations that I got in like one hour that really made a difference to how I show up with clothing I already own. And I did go out and buy one or two additional pieces. I needed to buy those high-waisted pants because I also used to stay away from high-waisted pants, but it was worth it. I wore them. I tuck, I was able to tuck a sweater into these pants and I got a, I got a lot of compliments. And then the same people who saw me wearing that outfit saw me the next day. I went, I was, um, presenting to a room of over a hundred people, but I wore a V-neck dress with a blazer with a style of shoe that Tammy said, this is the shoe you want to wear for your height. And this is like the color that looks really good. And the people who had seen me the day before, like saw me and they were like, Oh, you're all dressed up all clothes I've worn before and never had people tell me you look really (laughs) dressed up. So I don't want, I won't take up any more time with that, but I did, I did want to share with you. And I did want to share with those of you listening, like this is the difference working with a stylist can make. And I will say again, yes, we can flip through magazines and get and go, you know, and go to Pinterest, you know, and get ideas, but you want to know what you're looking for that will work for your coloring and your height and your body type. It does, it does make a huge difference. So I just want to thank you again, Jenny, for that. No problem. Like we're not meant to know everything and we use experts for all kinds of things, whether it's our accounting, our mechanic, our plumber, and why not put the heavy lifting into someone else's hands, especially with something that you 
have to do every single day of your life. <laughs> you yeah. have to get dressed. You have to do a skincare or a makeup routine if you choose to do wear makeup and you have to do your hair. So you can do it poorly or you can do it really well with just simple like paradigm shifting ideas. Yes. You know, that, like I also have worked with several of the stylists on our platform and they all have amazing gems of wisdom that have completely shifted my whole perspective on style. And yeah. I have a really, I have a long history of style. So. <laughs> yes, I will. I love how you, you said that. I'm going to repeat it like paradox, like paradox, paradigm shifting, like, yes, that mm-hmm. was definitely my experience. Well, Jenny, we're nearly coming to a close, but cool. I, before we say goodbye, you have five takeaway tips that the audience can apply today. What are those tips? Okay. The five steps to achieving your dream style, you can start on your own. You can even go to our website and at the top, you can download a guide on how to achieve your dream style in five steps. And we send you a PDF for free. So these are basically the steps. First, you need to define what your personal style is, like your personal brand. Like who is that person that you want to be? Like who you are that you want other people to automatically read, like just through your image in that first seven seconds of meeting you. Um, Next, you need to find really good proportion and balance. Just like you mentioned, Jody, tucking that shirt in at the waistline through a high waist pant that made a huge impact because you were dressing proportionally to your body. You were dressed, you were also drawing more of the attention away from your bust line to the shoulders and to the waistline as well. So finding where you carry most of your weight, like we all carry our weight in different areas of our body. Some people carry it lower on the bottom. Like I carry more of my weight on the bottom, less of my weight on the top. So you're creating the illusion of a more balanced shape. So an hourglass shape is the most symmetrical shape. So you want to draw more of that attention to the top through details on the top. For example, I have a smaller bust, smaller waist. So I always put details up here on my shoulders, on my neckline. I wear jewelry on my neckline and that draws more of the attention to the top and less to the bottom because I am a pear shape. And it's the complete opposite. If you carry more of the weight on top and less of the weight on the bottom, you're going to be putting your patterns on the pant or you're going to be showing off your legs. That's more of an apple shape. So these are just simple tips and tricks in proportion and the fit of your garment makes all the difference. Also knowing your colors, that is going to be huge in just the way that you feel. Like if you are finding a shirt is just hanging out in your closet for a long time, it could either be the fit that you just feel frumpy in, or it could be, it's not your color. You know, like the color that I have underneath, I have a green sweater on right now and it is very harmonious to my complexion, but underneath I have a cream shirt that is basically just an undershirt that I always keep under because cream just washes me out. It does not, no favors for me. So like you're either a cream person or you're a white person. I am not a cream person, but it was a really comfortable (laughs) turtleneck that I wear underneath. So knowing your colors is incredibly important. Um, And edit and curate your closet. So just like you did, Jody, you went through all those pieces. Like I have a lot of tops, but no bottoms. Find like what missing elements you have to your wardrobe 
and get those pieces to connect them together. There should be cohesion in your closet where you don't just have standalone pieces that works good for that day. That works good for another day. You want to create cohesion where you can wear one pair of pants with five of your tops. And there are some wardrobe essentials that everybody should have. And some of the wardrobe essentials are something like a, a tailored a tailored button down shirt, um, a quality t-shirt, not just, I mean, nothing wrong with Target or Walmart, but having something that's a really good quality t-shirt, it's going to extend the wear beyond just five washes where you start to see some loose threads coming and it's just doesn't fit you quite the same. So just a little bit more investment in a t-shirt could really go a long way. It really shows. Um, next, a Larry cardigan, figure flattering jeans, elegant dress pants, just like you got. You filled in that gap in your wardrobe. Um, a solid colored pencil or A-line skirt. Everybody also needs an effortless, chic little black dress. You can <laughs> wear those to any occasion, really. You can even wear them to casual occasions where like you throw a vest on over top and sneakers and you dress down that really elevated look. It's more approachable. It's fun. Um, a structured blazer, classic black pumps, cute, comfortable flats, and a classic tote handbag. Those are your essentials that every woman needs in their closet. So whenever you open up your closet, you want to feel like everything is in alignment with who you are and also with what looks good on you. And having those essential items will be a really great start to having and your dream closet. And they're fun items too. I really yeah. <laughs> I listed. I was like, oh, that would be really nice to have. Like just those essential pieces to add to mm-hmm. any any outfit. So yeah, and Jenny, on our guide. On our guide on our website, we have examples of every one of those classic order pieces. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So um, give everyone your website address again so that they can find the download that has all of um, the five tips that you shared. Yeah, so stylespace.com. And at the top of our website is download your free guide to achieving your dream style in five steps. And you just input your email and we'll send it to your email. Awesome. And where is the best place for people to reach out to you, Jenny, and find out more about you? Yeah. So anybody can go to stylespace.com. We have 50 different styling sessions in hair, clothing, makeup, and skincare. You can book it according to your availability. You meet directly over a Zoom call and your stylist will go through your wardrobe or your makeup products, your hair styling products, whatever your need is. And it's a really interactive, fun, and educational experience. And after your styling session is done, you will receive a blueprint, basically, of how to step-by-step incorporate your style. And again, it was an amazing experience. I had I had a wonderful experience with it. I just was nervous beforehand because I had never done anything like it before, but after the session just felt so good and felt so cared for, you know, there was no judgment. It was very relaxing and easygoing. And like you said, very informative. So Jenny, thank you. Thank you for everything, you know, and especially thank you for your time today and for, you know, um, sharing all of your wisdom with us. We are all better for having met you. You're most welcome. And if anybody has any questions, um, you can go to stylespace.com. You can reach out directly to the info at stylespace.com. 
I will respond personally to any interests or questions that you have. If you're just trying to decide which styling session would be right for you, I can, I know every single one of the stylists, I recruit them personally. So um, yeah, but thanks again for having me on Jody. It's been such a pleasure. What were your takeaways from my conversation with Jenny? I would love to hear your thoughts about the impact wardrobe has on how we show up as leaders and the experiences you've had with your wardrobe. Head over to LinkedIn to share your thoughts and takeaways on the post corresponding to this episode. And I'd love to hear what stood out most for you. And if your last promotion has you experiencing and confronting challenges you haven't faced before, consider working with me. I would love to support you through this transition, help you get your bearings and feeling confident in your leadership once again. You can find a link to schedule a time to chat with me in the episode description. If you're listening through a mobile device, that link will be in your podcast app. And if you're listening through the Women Taking the Lead website, that link will be towards the bottom of the episode webpage. And if you're going to ask your company to sponsor you to work with a coach, there's also a link to access a checklist that will help you to prepare for the conversation. As always, I hope this was of value to you and here's to your success.